Hello and welcome listeners to episode 5 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. I'm Chris, aka True Mr. Six, and with me today we have Andy. Aka Rip Thunderstone. <laughs> Rip Thunderstone. Rip Thunderstone. How you doing? <laughs> And we are the Ministry of Dice, <laughs> a UK-based Dice Masters podcast talking about all things Union Jack, tea, and Dice Masters. A uh, little known fact for you all listeners, actually, I don't know if you know this, but not only is Andy the UK Dice Masters National Champion 2017, but he also took a silver medal at the 2017 Luge World Championships in Austria this year as well, back in January little known fact for you all there how are you andrew i'm doing good mate you all right yes i'm very well thank you very much rip thunderstone indeed rip thunderstone (laughs) i'm still convinced you have just a random app that slams two words together for that what have you been playing lately my man have you got much dice masters in this last two weeks uh no Uh... (laughs) not not played a bean of dice masters i'm afraid I had a couple of games of the Star Wars LCG, which oh, has good. been around a while, and I know that you're a, a big fan of. Yes, uh, I am. A couple of games. I've been wanting to play it for ages. Finally got it on the table with my friend Javier. And yeah, loved it. Really, really good. Really tight mechanics. Really fun game. Very cool artwork on the cards, which helps. Yeah, it was good. How about you, mate? Uh, yeah, so we've got our Tuesday night standing Dice Masters casual get together over at uh, element games my flgs so we've done uh, two theme nights back to back we've done a dc only theme two weeks ago and we did a marvel only theme this week and then outside of that just a little bit of gaming with the hashtag competitive wife i tried a, a new two-player game out called tatsu um, which is an interesting game about dragons which was made by the same guys who made hive that's uh, that's what attracted us to that so yeah i've, I've fit in a few bits in very very nice episode mm. five episode five yeah can you believe it i know 10 weeks 10 weeks of this of top quality podcasting grade a platinum audio sent straight to your ear holes through your preferred electronic device <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely I tell you what, so we did Golden on the Marvel theme night. I had a lot of fun going going a bit of nostalgic old school with Johnny Storm. Oh, nice. Ping, 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 ping. Yeah, well, you know, I like the direct damage strategies. That's usually my general go-to because I'm quite a tentative player and it suits me. But uh, I kind of mashed it up with a bit of Iron Man War Machine starter set and popped the suiting up rescue in there with a Pepper Potts and an Iron Man. And yeah, it was an odd little list, but a lot of fun to play. So if anyone's interested, I'll, I'll fire that up on, on the blog at some time or other. And then in the DC only, I played around a little bit with some DC villains, which was a good crack. Ooh. Yeah, I like me some DC villains. So I mentioned in the last episode, I think, I'm losing track of what we record when, but <laughs> I mentioned in the last episode that I've been toying around with uh, Harley Quinn, the rare Harley Quinn from Batman set, and Lisa Drat from War of Light as a, as a kind of nasty little pair. I just sort of played around with some DC villains, which was which was a lot of fun also. So, yeah, a few things going on. So we're in this nice little downtime between WKOs where we can sort of play around with a few fun bits and bobs, and I'm quite enjoying it. Very nice. Mm, very nice indeed. Yeah. I've got a shout-out to make. Oh, okay. Shout-out request from a friend of mine 
the man, nay, the legend. yeah rob shaw he messaged me to give him a shout out so hello rob hope you are uh listening or you should be listening thank you very much for your support and for introducing me to dice masters mate yeah so rob needs to how we've not bumped into each other we both play at the same gaming store albeit different games currently how we've not bumped into each other i don't know so rob if you are listening come down and give me a game of dice masters bro I'll do it. I'll grow the beard out. We'll have a we'll have a dice off and a beard off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're going to beat his beard. No, I don't think so either. It is uh, a wholly impressive beard. <laughs> <laughs> I would be curious to know whether he uses beard oil or whether he shampoos it. Let us know in the comments, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> so what have we got in the show today? So we spoiled this in our last episode, in episode four. We've got a team brew conversation as part of Andy's Q branch, which hopefully you guys will find interesting. And give it a good close listen to it, because at the conclusion of that, I set Andy a little bit of a challenge with that team brew. We've got a little bit of fun. Uh, in fact, it's quite a Q branch heavy episode, because we got a bit of fun with a bit of a quiz at the back end of the episode. Andy's um, taking over. Andy's taking over. And we've got some listener correspondence to cover off as well. So quite a packed episode. I hope you enjoy it. On the subject of listener correspondence andy i think you wanted to remind our listeners yep still looking for more agony aunt slash agony uncle slash advice columnist style uh, letters or emails we've had a few in but could do with some more if you could send them in then that would be fantastic and we can solve your problems <laughs> offer our advice and guidance thanks for that andy yeah so get your correspondence in i, I like the international inclusive element there um, because we did get a message off one of our uh, US listeners saying, what is an agony aunt? I've got no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> um, and yes, it's an advice columnist. I believe that's what they call them over that side of the pond. And right. uh, Anthony Weakland crisps are potato chips, mate. Yeah, potato chips. That's right. That's yeah. right. And and pavements are sidewalks. Sidewalks, yeah. And uh, uh, rubbish uh, bins are trash cans. Yeah, and uh, elevator is a lift over here we have a boot rather than a trunk uh aluminium is pronounced aluminium aluminum and hi i'm rip thunderstone check out my aluminum <laughs> let's get this show on the road shall we andy now that we've alienated probably about 85 percent of our listening audience <laughs> <laughs> thank you bye bye <laughs> hey andy um We've had our first letter here at BritRoller6.com Towers, would you believe? An actual letter? Yeah, an actual letter, like sealed in an envelope and everything with a stamp. Wow, what does it say? Do you want me to read it out? Shall I read it out to you and then the listeners can hear it too? Yeah, yeah, have a read. That's exciting. Sure. So here we go. Dear Chris and Andy, I wanted to write in and share my Dice Masters experience with you. I started playing Dice Masters about a year and a half ago. I really enjoyed it, and it took my mind off my stressful job in the music industry. I find myself doing better and better in the game, and becoming more and more popular amongst my scene as people played me more. I did really well in WKOs, and also did really well at Nationals, in a few different countries no less, as well as at the World's Tournament in 2016. This is a curious one. Uh, Life was good. I met up with a couple of characters within the community that I really gelled with. I thought we would be friends for life. I hit it off with a guy, a young guy, let's call him Bob. I'm a bit concerned. Maybe I should have read this before reading it out 
I'm, I'm concerned about where this might be going now. Bob was a great guy, really quick-witted and likeable. Everyone liked his amiable nature and dazzling smile. I was also smitten by another member of our group. Let's call her Barbara. She was as beautiful as she was clever. This is interesting. So he's changed the names. Oh. He's changed the names to protect... Protect them. Yeah. Um, let's see where this takes us. At the start of the next season of WKOs in the autumn of 2016, I found that there was a feeling of animosity towards me. I shrugged it off to start with, as maybe I was just being silly. However, it seemed to get worse and worse as the season went on, and I couldn't explain it. I was doing really well, and there were some people who still seemed to enjoy playing me. Soon, it was snowballing out of control, and people were openly criticising me at tournaments and online. What's going on? This is not the warm and caring community that I'd experienced before. At the next event I went to, it was all to become clear. I caught my so-called friend Bob stealing from my opponents. I confronted him about it straight away where he admitted that he was a kleptomaniac and had been stealing from every opponent he had played against. I was horrified. I needed to tell Barbara. She was smart. She would know what to do. What I was to see next was going to break my heart. Barbara was conducting what can only be described as a shakedown with one of her opponents. Like an old-fashioned protection racket, she was taxing them through the nose. I will never forget the smile that she gave me when she explained that I had been helping them in their sordid activities from the start. I started going less and less to events. People just seemed to start to hate me. Everything seemed to be pinned on me. The next thing I know, I'd been contacted by WizKids who informed me that I was banned from all official tournaments, WKOs and national tournaments. Oh dear. I, d- I don't know what to say. I, uh, it finishes off. Uh, I want to return to the game and protect the gamers who I had unwittingly hurt. It may take a while, but I'm hoping I can rejoin the scene and community I love in this way. Uh, and then it's signed at the bottom here, H.E. Bard. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we're very sad, saddened to hear your story there, uh, Mr. Bard. Uh, and we here at the Ministry of Dice would like to wish you all the best and, and hope you can... Make it back into Dice Masters in the future, I suppose. Andy, it's time for your cube branch, my man. We've been messaging back and forth for the last couple of days, and I set you a little bit of a challenge at the beginning of the week, didn't I? Yes, you did. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. In preparation for the cube branch that we were planning on recording tonight, I sent Andy a message across and challenged him to see if he could make the worst team in Dice Masters possible. You did, and I have taken that challenge. Um, <laughs> I, I, I need. I think I can explain first. It did. It, it did start off that way, but it has evolved. We've been talking, and we wanted to do a team build on the podcast. Chris gave me the challenge of making the worst team possible. Started off and picking out some of the the choicest cards uh, that we have on offer. But th- then it evolved. It got to the point where it was like, well, they, this team is so bad, it's good. if i would like someone to blank my card so if someone brings a a d whiz or the new shriek or i don't know why they would but maybe slander then (laughs) you know then it would benefit me for um uh, for my opponent to be blanking these cards so it kind of evolved from then and then i started looking at cards that actually would work better blanked but they weren't necessarily bad cards but they had abilities that 
were bad for a reason and we can go through that a bit more when we start talking <laughs> about the cards and then it evolved to the point where it's got something in it can we add some good cards to, to make this something actually kind of workable to actually be a playable uh, team yeah <laughs> and then because it's it was a golden team to start off with so then then we've got some ideas how to bring it into modern and possibly make it the the next top tier meta <laughs> WKO Nationals and Worlds winning team. Absolutely. absolutely. Which I am certain, with the brains behind the UK 2017 National Champions winning team, we can do. I think we can do and come fighting strong in 2018. So just, to be, so just to be clear then, I said you were trying to make a bad team. You made a bad team. But then yeah. thinking about your bad team, there was the potential to be a good team. Yep. <laughs> not, not convoluted at all it's quite and so, and so then you've tried to turn it into a good team have i got that right it's, it's the way the national champions think i can't help it uh, yeah, and there's okay, a sure. select few of us will understand this. sure i could never <laughs> i could never even deign to understand <laughs> that thought process <laughs> well okay well should we start by talking about the the worst team the bad team that you've made for me <laughs> yeah no, right well it, it starts off and i want to go through we've had a few messages from guys just starting out with dice masters which is fantastic so i want to go into a bit and explain why it's bad so some of your listeners might might know why so uh apologies and bear with us i'll try and make it brief and interesting although i kind of question whether Uh, anything i say is interesting but sure but if you are just starting out and you're interested in knowing how to make a bad team then then we're here for you (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, right so yeah fire away then okay yeah sure fire away card number one will be of no surprise okay it's a favorite of yours in particular in, in fact i had to fight for our podcast not to be named after the card <laughs> <laughs> and that is fixing mari mccabe well uh, f- first things first yeah. can i uh, can i just dispute that that is a bad card to go on a bad team i think it's well documented how i feel about mari mccabe that is possibly the most meta powerful card you will ever encounter and this is going to be the team to finally prove it imagine um but regardless of what you say she's rubbish she is Uh, rubbish she is pants yeah and and why is she so rubbish andy can i uh, i'm doing my like my my reserve pool description so vixen she's a four cost mask okay Uh, her stats are zero two two zero two three one three three and she has no text (laughs) no text at all vanilla so the, the reason why Vixen is so bad, it kind of boils down to the fact that she costs four to buy. And if, if you think of some of the the great cards, the greatest card, like the Bard, who, mm. although hated, is one of the, well, is the most powerful card that we've ever had. He was a four cost. So in comparison to, think of some good four costs. You've got Bard, uh, Oracle. Yeah, Oracle, sure. I was about to say her. Um, you got, I mean, D-Wiz is only three. So many powerful cards. Um, <laughs> so many that we've we've run out of naming them. <laughs> Rare Batman of the new set, the flip one. Wait, that's the four cost, isn't it? Yeah, Human Paladin. He was he was a staple for many people a long time, mm. preventing global targeting. He was four cost. You've got all your two or three costs. Gobby, man. Uh, Green Goblin, Gobby from AVX. Wolverine, um, uh, formerly Weapon 10. Yeah, there was a Punisher, I think, that was 
was a uh, four-coster. Fodger, McRook. Yeah, all, all yeah. with much more useful game text by comparison. Any one of the turtles. <laughs> yeah. so, so, so that's it. So four-cost, no good ability. So you would want, as a result, the stats on the dice be better better than average quite a lot better than average but in fact it, it's worse so you know you've got two two three for the attacks and two three three <laughs> on the defense so i'm trying to not use a swear word but basically she's rubbish bobbins bobbins excellent <laughs> nice, nice little bit of manchester there for you mate so that that's card number one she is sat there as uh, a well-documented rubbish card. Mm. Okay, Vixen, Myra McGabe. Good start, mate. Good start. Card, card number two is similar to someone that we've spoken about before. And this is Jessica Jones from Civil War, the common. So Jessica Jones, she's a three-cost fist. Stats 0, 3, 2, 1, 4, 4, 2, 5, 4. And again, she's got no text. No text. No text. So no ability... Stats aren't bad, actually. She's pretty beefy, in all fairness, for a for a three cost card. But the the fielding cost of one on a level two face and two on the level three face is a killer. I yeah, don't, I don't like her. No. Which is why I've included her into my team build. Um, there you go. Yeah, absolutely, worst team ever. So that's similar kind of reasons to Vixen. No text, and then this one's got kind of a crap fielding cost and stats can i say crap uh i don't know can, can you you just did <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> so, so, the two cards down from there on i'm getting into some more kind of juicy cards with some actual abilities on so card number three is a card that i found very early and have hated for the whole time i've been playing dice masters <laughs> <laughs> which is hawkeye what kind of arrow <laughs> this is is a three cost mask stats 031 032 134 and the right, ability no no the stats are decent he's alright I don't don't have a problem with the stats and other conversions of his card from Age of Ultron are decent don't mind them but this one when fielded your opponent chooses one of their character dice Hawkeye deals three damage to that character die and if it isn't KO'd you take two damage. Okay. <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> what is that about? So, so not only does your opponent get to choose where the damage goes, so clearly they're going to choose a character, hopefully, which has got more than three damage. If it doesn't KO it, you're going to take two damage, which is a big chunk for fielding a three-cost mask. So I suppose the intent... No. I'm no. sorry, I can't... <laughs> This, I'm going nowhere. I just I started talking without thinking the thought through. As far as you're concerned, Andy, he's, he's got a pride in. of place in your worst team ever. Cool. <laughs> Very so good. a four cost, a three cost, and a free cost. Okay. Next card. Now I said that I'd gone away from the blank cards, but I haven't actually. I'm lying. Is again a three cost mask. It's Dagger, Tandy Bowen. She is blank again. As that zero one three one three three two five three. So she is really really similar to Jessica Jones. She's a bit better, I suppose, because she does have the ability to synergize with Cloak. Yeah. But he's Bobbins as well. 
<laughs> and we've not included him in the team, which makes her even worse. Sure. Um, okay. So that's her. So we've got four so far, <laughs> which are rubbish. And I've got to this point, and this is where we start talking about how, well, three of them are blank, and one of them, the ability is so bad that you'd want it blanked. So it's like, <laughs> if someone took D-Wiz and used it on your team, you're going to be saying, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> how, very, <laughs> how very thoughtful of you to bring along your D-Wiz and your Shriek. That's wonderful. So this is where the team building takes a turn towards characters that are better blanked but not necessarily bad. Is right. That, if Got that, you. Yeah, that, that does yeah. make sense. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you. So we've got next one is Doomsday Villainous Monster. Yeah. <laughs> he's four cost bolt. Uh-huh. He's got he's got good stats. He's got zero four three one five five two seven seven. So he's a beast at the top end. He's a big chunk. His ability is Doomsday can't attack or block unless you have at least two different active villain characters. Which so far you do not. No, I haven't got any villains on here. No. But if it was blanked, then he'd be really good because he's a four cost with massive stats. Got you. By all means, use your D-Wiz. Yeah, D-Wiz away. <laughs> cool. So how have we got? Is that number five? That's that number five. Yes, that's correct. Cool. So on a similar vein to Doomsday, card number six is a OP card. It's OP Superman Trinity War. He is a five cost shield. He's one five five two seven seven three eight eight. Another beefy one. He is a big chunk. When Superman would be KO'd, instead put him in your use pile. So he's yeah. a bit cheaper, but he's got an ability which makes him a bit worse. But if you get rid of that ability, he's a big <laughs> blank lump. <laughs> <laughs> a big blank lump. Okay, so we're just we're just building up big blank lumps. Big. yeah that's card number six so we have got three blank cards that are overpriced either on fielding or purchase cost or both yeah and then we've got two cards which are good but with abilities that make them a bit pants unless you can get around them so so far pretty rubbish sure at this point, I thought, well, how, how could we make this work? I mean, we've got six pretty dire cards in a team. But is it possible to make it not necessarily good, but workable? Right. So, <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> so, so, it's, it's, so, so looking at the... Um, and I suppose it works with if you whatever team you're building. You've got to look for your weaknesses. Yeah, you've got to look for where your strengths and weaknesses are and then try and get rid of the weaknesses or at least minimise what they are. Sure. Uh, one of the weaknesses that this team has got throughout, for example, the, the Superman, Doomsday, certainly kind of Jessica Jones and Dagger, is that they have all got very high fielding costs. In fact, yeah. that's what makes Jessica Jones and Dagger so bad. So we need something to reduce down the fielding cost so who does that the best uh well you can only surely be talking about commissioner gordon uh, i can't remember the subtitle though is it something uh, good cop bad cop uh, it is it's, it's commissioner gordon good cop 
Hey, check me out. Knowledged. <laughs> you, should, you should write a blog, mate. I know, yeah, 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 yeah. but about Destiny. Um... <laughs> so, Commissioner Gordon, good cop. He is a four-cost fist. Stats are all right at 0120241444. Okay, yeah, uh, not bad. He's, he's an ally. Yeah. And when Commissioner Gordon is active, your non-villain character dice cost two less to field. So Doomsday, it's not going to help. But Superman, Dagger, Jessica Jones are all going to be fielding mostly for free. Superman fielding for one on its highest face. But when you've got an 8-8 coming out, then paying one to field it ain't that bad. Ain't that bad at all. Ain't bad. So at this point then, now, this is where you've, you've turned a corner... And decided that we're not just making the worst team in the world. We can do something with this. That's right. There is potential here to maybe, maybe make smash something. face with muscly blank cards. That's right. <laughs> and, and what could possibly be better than smashing someone's face with Vixen sat as one of your eight? <laughs> that would be glorious. I would love that. <laughs> okay sure i see what you've done there yeah it's to mitigate the fielding cost so we've taken care of the fielding cost but it's not boxed off these dodgy game texts so on the assumption that if you're playing someone and they do get out do you is they do get out shriek or shrek is shriek it is shriek it's not shrek shriek, Shrek's the, yeah. uh, the, green, the dude. green troll yeah Ogre. um <laughs> then they're gonna choose something that's already blank as opposed to something that would help you out Yes. Uh, so, have you got something? You've not lined something up to encourage. Um, <laughs> you've not put. Uh, what's it? The uh, is it the rod? No, not the rod. The oh, what's the Yu-Gi-Oh card that gets paired up with Wonder Girl all the time? Oh, rod hull. Uh, ring, ring of magnetism. Ring of magnetism. That. Well, clearly the way you've responded to that would indicate to me that that's not no. the card you're thinking of. <laughs> I, I kind of went to blanking yourself, so I went for uh, Kryptonite. Kryptonite Green Death. Two cost <laughs> bolt action dice. Yeah, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. So yeah, so Kryptonite Green Death. Ignore the text on target character dice character card for each of its dice and global abilities. Uh, burst and double burst. Also, Team Superman character dice can't block. But our Superman isn't a team Superman, although that he should do, I suppose, but he's not. Yeah, so you can blank your own. Uh, yeah. Hawkeye slash Doomsday slash Superman to get rid of their bad text and enable them to attack and block. Uh, or in Hawkeye's case, just, just make him vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> that is the team. That is the team. You've gone for the worst team, but you've actually tried to make a bit of hay out of it. Have you put any thought into your basic actions? Yeah, less so much. Went for a couple, although I was hoping that you might be able to help me out with some choices. So we're not, I'm not really trying to come up with the worst basic actions for you now. You, you want me to contribute basic actions that might be able to make something of this? That's right, yeah, yeah. I think when I was picking the, the basic actions, it was more of a, they don't fit in with the team, so let's put them in because they'd be rubbish. Yeah, 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 but, got you. I'd rather kind of aim it towards global domination now. Yeah, so we're moving towards actually lining up a vixen to the face. Yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah, okay. So me and my man pull forward, often joke around drafts and the basic action dimension door. Oh, yeah, that's unblockable. That's right, yeah, it, it makes one of your one of your dice unblockable there. I think it's maybe four cost off the top of my head. So that that wouldn't be too bad of dice to to pull out your bag when you've got a, a, a fat doomsday you know, or a big Superman sitting yeah. in waiting to do some damage. However, the risk there, of course, and this is the reason why we joke about it when it comes to drafting, is that your opponent could buy the basic action too. <laughs> yeah, true. And, and make their characters unblockable. So that springs to mind. Maybe big entrance or superhero registration act as two ramp options. Yeah, true. I mean, it's not got any ramp in it at the moment so that's probably a good shout <laughs> yeah. but in, on the spot at the moment that's probably my, my first two thought you, we've got quite a lot of beefy stats that what's the uh, the turtles basic action that gives is it two characters over crush oh yeah what enraged that's it enraged that's uh, this um haymaker target character die gets plus three attack and over crush this turn yeah, whereas Enraged gives two characters over Crush, but only plus one each. Ah, here we go, Enraged. Uh, up to two of your character dice get plus one and over Crush until end of turn. Yeah, so a bit of over crushing. That's probably better than Dimension Door, because we've got the beefy stats to handle any over crushing terrors coming back at us if our opponent was to take our Haymaker or Enraged and use it against us. Yes, I like it. So, Superhero Registration Act and Haymaker slash Enraged to be decided. Yeah, I suppose my thing with Superhero Registration Act is I always feel a bit twitchy about, uh, again, my opponent buying it up, unless I've got someone I'm quite happy and willing to KO. I like Superhero Registration Act because there's no other ramp on the team. Uh, Yeah, sure. Yeah, so we have Superhero Registration Act and Enraged to give them some overcrush. Yeah. Let's do that. And, and there we go. So that's so bad, it could be good. Be good. Yeah. So all of you clever, high-level, competitive, top-tier players out there rocking up to your WKOs with teams full to the brim of your Kryptonites, your Shrieks, your Dwarf Wizards, the joke is now on you. <laughs> what are you going to do with this <laughs> come at me bro. <laughs> yeah you want you you want to block with your dwarf wizard <laughs> fine by me i'll just hey make him <laughs> all right yeah okay we're onto something there so bad it could be good in fact that's what we're gonna you know like all the top tier teams like flying sidekicks and apologies in advance they get these nicknames Yes, yeah. That's that's what we've done here and now, mate, is we've started a meta transformation with a team that shall henceforth be known as the So Bad It Could it Be could Good. It Could Be Good. We're just legends in our own lifetime. I can't get over it. I know. It's it's unbelievable. I'm just brewing away. But the, the thing <laughs> is, if we were to take it into a competitive event, they were going to need to make it modern. If we were to take it into a competitive event, okay. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we need to make it modern. So who would that knock on the head? That would be Superman would be out, Vixen yeah. would be out. The Hawkeye's gone. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so yeah, Superman, that's a bit of a blow. That's uh, a bit of a blow. 
uh, Dag is still in, Kryptonite's still in, Jessica Jones will still be in, <laughs> Commissioner Gordon, so Vixen, Superman, and Hawkeye are gone. Hmm. So, okay, that's three slots to fill. So I get the feeling you've got some thoughts on this subject. Yeah, now we're on to something. Now we're building and brewing. The first thing that I'm thinking of is some kind of fabricate. Uh, and in what way would that help us? <laughs> <laughs> Other than to generate a bit of ramp, I suppose. It, yeah, it, it's helping ramp, and oh, it always looks good, doesn't it, when someone fabricates something? <laughs> <laughs> so we're putting fabricate in because we kind of sort of like it. Yeah, I like that idea. I mean, it wouldn't pain me too much to be fabricating uh, a couple of Jessica Joneses in terms of gameplay value, but it would possibly pay me a little bit in terms of, <laughs> in terms of the purchase cost and the subsequent fielding cost that I've gone through to get her on, on the table. <laughs> well, um, Commissioner Gordon's going to sort that out. Um, oh, okay, sure. Add Superior Registration Act. Superior Registration Act, so it's fine. So we need to pick a, a golem. Well, everybody plays the clay golem, so I feel like that's too predictable. That that's is. too that's too predictable for what we're trying to achieve here. If, if we're going all out, we need to go all out. So it needs to be the iron. Is it the iron golem? Is that the big one? Yeah, we've got flesh or iron. Oh yeah, no one knows flesh golems. No, it sounds like, like a Game of Thrones episode. A flesh golem. Flesh or iron. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got three cost characters, so you may KO all oh, three characters. With a total purchase cost of five energy. I would go for the one that redirects damage from you to the dice. Yeah, let's put him in. So Iron Golem, <coughs> lesser construct. He's a seven cost shield. He's got the three lines of red and the leaf affiliation. Um, and he is one, four, six, two, five, seven, three, six, eight. He'll also count as our big chunk that Superman has, has left behind. Yes. Yes, okay, and he's getting the fielding cost help from Commissioner Gordon. He's redirecting a bit of damage that may be fired our way, so he's actually adding another layer in here. So, yeah, all right, let's Iron Golem it. How often do you see people using Iron Golems? Let's let's do it. Let's do it. He's in. He is there. Right. So, so I think a big risk for us yeah. is Blink Transmutation Global. Yeah, yeah, if we're attacking and they're taking them away, then we're not doing anything. I think one of the new Wonder Woman cards may well be our answer there. Ooh. What are you thinking? What's her name now? Come on. It's only just come out over here. (laughs) (laughs) I've not memorised these yet. Uh, I've got my pre-orders still waiting for me at the shop. It's Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Child of Clay. While Wonder Woman is active, global abilities activated by your opponent cannot target character dice you control. Yes, that's yes, the one, that's isn't the it? One. And she's got some pretty hefty stats as well. Yeah, she's four cost mask with Justice League affiliation, and she's zero three three one three five two five seven. She's got some good defense. Yeah, yeah, okay. So she's going to fill a slot there to prevent being blink transmutated. Yeah, so she could fit in with where Vixen was because Vixen was a four cost mask, so that's similar. Yeah, okay. That's, yeah, sure. In, in that way. Yet another example of why a four-cost vanilla card. <laughs> yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. If, if you're wondering why Vixen was bad, we've replaced her with something that's good. So this is slowly becoming less of a bad team. Uh, yeah. 
So the last one we need to take out was Hawkeye, what kind of arrow? And following on from what we've just spoken about with Overcrushing and the big characters, because we've got Iron, Gollum, and also Doomsday, is MJ from Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. She is, uh, I think she's a two-cost, isn't she? Yes, she is, yep. Cool. So, yeah, she's two-cost mask. Uh, She's an ally. When fielded, target non-villain character die you control gains Overcrush this turn. If you target Spider-Man, he also gets plus one. So he's not. she's not going to help Doomsday, but then Enraged will help him. But uh, she can give the Iron Golem a bit of a boost, as well as the, the other menagerie of... of, <laughs> of, is it, of is shockers. It, does it remain a menagerie now that we've taken Vixen out? Or have we just built like a pretty average team um, <laughs> well so it, here's the thing now so mj is contributing towards your fabricate so that you can recycle her so i yeah. like that idea but if you put mj on the team what that's putting on the table for me now is that actually doomsday and enraged need to go i'm it's controversial i know because she's she's fulfilling the function of enraged and we yeah. can fill we could fill that slot with something like uh, long live the resistance the life gain and yeah. protection against um, when the, attacks when attacks damage pay a mask prevent all damage to you from one opposing dies when attacks abilities so cl- clearly I'm thinking about the mass ring risk yeah and, and if MJ is able to provide us with the overcrush that we're looking for aside from doomsday of course then do we need the basic action that our opponent can also buy and pop a little bit of extra protection in for ourselves. Mm. I like it. And then maybe remove Doomsday from the mix. And, I don't know, put a flash in or something. <laughs> I've, what, I've got it. Uh, Batmite. Batmite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what Batmite does. Um, but, yeah, that, that would be my thinking on it. There is a card... That was so, so bad. Uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't even bring myself to put it in. Which is the bla- the Flash. Yeah. A promise of hope. This card is anything but a promise from hope. Uh, starts with three cost fist. Not so bad. Stats one three three, two four four two five five. So it's got a crippling fielding cost. Actually, it's very similar stats to Jessica Jones. It's just got an extra fielding cost on the level two. And extra defense on level one and level three but it's, it's the ability that really does it which is the flash cannot attack or block unless you have an active green lantern corp character right i mean with jessica jones is bad with no text then, then why would you pick that when it's just got even worse uh, <laughs> So what what we're clearly at danger of doing here now, though, is <laughs> straying wildly away <laughs> from the because now you brought that up, I'd be like, well, let's let's put that um, what's that two cost blank? Uh, is it Hal Jordan from Green Arrow and the Flash? It's the the two cost with the two energy one, isn't it? Yeah, uh, here we go, found it. Hal Jordan, Green Arrow in the Flash. He's a vanilla card, no game text. He's common, it's called Green Lantern's Light. Two cost, bolt and a mask. He's a Green Lantern card. And his stats are 132, 143 and 255. 
Do you so, possibly think that's quite convoluted to... <laughs> <laughs> Is all of this not... <laughs> Is not have we not just filled half an hour? <laughs> <laughs> Building a team <laughs> that we are now retro <laughs> retroactively rebuilding <laughs> a whole new team from the starting point of. <laughs> if you put it that way. <laughs> So we have, in fact, succeeded at making possibly one of the worst teams. Well, actually, probably built about three of the worst teams in, in one bit. Well, I will say, Andy, kudos yeah. to you. Mission accomplished. <laughs> or is it? Well, yeah. Uh, so we're putting MJ in. We're taking out Enraged for Long Live the Resistance. Resistance. Because MJ's our Overcrush provider, we need to get rid of the villain. So we're going to backfill the villain with... Uh, who is it now? Sorry. <laughs> so instead of Doomsday, are we actually going to go for the Flash, A Promise of Hope? Well, yeah, because you've still got your Kryptonite to blank his game sets. What's his stats again? We have got... So it's... One three three two four four two five five. Ugh, no, he's not quite got. He's Mission not got... of Gordon will make him free the field. Uh, and what's the purchase cost? Three three cost fists. Three cost fists. Get any of those stats? Well, here we go. So, the rundown of the team. Okay. This is the this is the final team. This is the modern. It's so bad. It could. It could be good. Be good. <laughs> <laughs> possibly so starting with the basic actions we've got superhero registration act yes long live the resistance sure then we have got kryptonite green death okay mary jane mj yeah dagger tandy bowen okay jessica jones alias uh-huh the flash a promise of hope <laughs> Well, everybody knows that that's the best flash. That's the, that's <laughs> the best flash. Like, um, with, with no Green Lantern Corp in the team whatsoever. Uh, we've got Commissioner <laughs> Gordon, Good Cop, Wonder Woman, Child of Clay, and Iron Golem, Lesser Construct. Well, there it is. There it there is. It. So... The question is now: <laughs> <laughs> Is it any good? Is it any? Well, I would like to right now publicly challenge you to take that team to a competitive event, preferably a WKO where the stakes are higher, and using your UK nationals champion brain, show me that you've got a winner on your hands. You got a deal. <laughs> first round WKOs UK 2017-2018 it's you, so bad it could be good it could be good it's going to win it's going to win it's going to win I love that come at me bro <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first folks anyone who may be attending that event which I suspect will be one down on the south coast fingers crossed 
Fingers crossed, yeah. Look out for the almighty damaging power that is. It's so, so bad, bad, it could it be good. It could be good. <laughs> Tagline, well, come at well, me, bro. Well done, Andy. Well done. <laughs> I'm, I'm still not entirely convinced that you haven't actually just met the brief. <laughs> <laughs> But time will tell. It was certainly fun talking about it with you. <laughs> All right, well, we'll wrap that up there. On to the next segment then, I think, boss. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, dear. Nice to see you, to see you. Dice! <laughs> uh, welcome to Play Your Cards Right, Dice Masters Edition. <laughs> um, uh, uh, an exciting episode here today. Um, <laughs> so the theme is on the popular game show, Play Your Cards Right with a Dice Masters twist. <laughs> We've got a contestant here today. Can I take your name? Uh, yeah, it's, it's Chris. Hi, Chris. Where are you from? Manchester. Ah, fantastic Manchester, famous for the Beatles and uh, Jelly Deals. Fantastic. Um, So, uh, Andy, the the Beatles are from Liverpool. Fantastic. And so, uh, have you got a mildly entertaining story about yourself? (laughs) Fantastic. Right, on with the show. The idea is this. So, it's Play Your Cards Right Dice Masters Edition. What we have got is a team from a nationals competition uh, a winning team from the uk dice masters nationals competition uh, <laughs> what we are going to do is i am going to draw the first card and let you know what that is and then you need to uh, tell me if the next card is higher or lower if you get it wrong to stay in the game you need to answer a dice masters related question are you ready i'm ready Fantastic. Right, so the first card that we have, it's Elf Thief, Lesser Harper, and here's a two cost. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I played against your team, and I'm trying to remember. I can only remember two significant cards in it. What is it? A two cost. <sighs> Kryptonite's two. Oh, man. Uh, let's say higher. Higher. We have got... Parallax, Source of Terror, which is a six cost. Uh, oh, lower. Lower. Rip Hunter's Chalkboard, When Am I, which is a two cost. Another two cost. Oh, I forgot about that one. Uh, higher. Imprisoned, which is a four cost. Oh, four yeah. cost. What was in your team? We've not had the two. Oh, and Baldy's in there as well, isn't he? Front line. Oh, uh, higher. Higher. Oh, it's four. It's Oracle Master Investigator. What do we get for a pair? Nothing. Nothing not in, in this game. game. <laughs> 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 to stay in this game. 
you need to answer a Dice Masters related question about Oracle Master Investigator. All right, okay. On the standard non Altar cards. Yeah. Is Oracle wearing glasses? On the standard card. Yes. Yes, she is. Well done. You're halfway to getting Come on. the speedboat. I need that speedboat. So it is a four-cost oracle, higher or lower? Oh, my gosh. Um, what have we had? Parallax, Rip Hunter, Elf Thief, and Imprisoned. Yep. So Cryptodite's not come. I'm going for higher. Six cost, Ultraman, Kryptonite powered. Oh, this is going to get hard now. So there are four cards left. Uh, lower. Oh, it's not going to be lower. It's going to be the... No. Five cost, the front line. Ooh. Uh, I'm trying to remember. What the hell's in the team? Kryptonite's definitely in there. Professor, what's the, what's the tenth card? <laughs> <laughs> I played the team. What was the tenth card? Oh, uh, I'm going. What have I just had? Front line. Yep. Lower. Come on, Kryptonite. Professor X. It's a five cost. Oh, okay. So, question in regard to Professor X. What's his defense on level three? Uh, it's oh it's quite high uh, nine bang on yes continuing through two cards left from a five higher or lower from a five higher or lower what is that tenth card let me think about this now uh, well the only card I can remember is kryptonite and that's lower so I'm going lower going lower yeah it is kryptonite two cost get in there so uh, I don't think you had a one cost at all. Uh, uh, higher. It's, it's got to be higher, but I've no idea what it is. It is higher. It's Blue Eyes White Dragon, Monstrous Dragon at a seven cost. Of course it is. Well done. Yes. You ran the Gauntlet of Game Show cards and won. Do, does that mean I've won the speedboat? It does. How, how, can... how do I get the holiday for two in the Bahamas? <laughs> do you want to double or nothing? Yeah. Yeah, you bet. I've got a second team here. Okay. Uh, it came... Oh, it doesn't say on your blog where it came. <laughs> <laughs> it came quite low down. It's your team. Oh, no. It was 10th, uh, I come. 10th. Oh, that's oh, Or maybe 11th. I might have been 11th. Maybe Paul was 10th. Oh, uh, yeah. Paul was 10th. You were 11th. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> my own team. Your own team. Let me give him a shuffle. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't remember my own team. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You've got rah rah raspy ten in there. <coughs> yeah, I remember the big man definitely. I had blue eyes as well. I remember that for sure. Right. Let's start off then. Okay. Get back into game show host. Okay, sure. Right. So <laughs> the first card we've got is seven cost Colossus Piotra raspy ten. Oh, oh, lower, lower, yeah. It's got to be lower. Two cost blink transmutation. Blink transmutation. Uh, higher. Three wasp founding avenger. Oh yeah, that's right. I did put her on there. 
Oh. Higher. It's another three cost. It's Captain Cold's Cold Gun Frozen Firearm. All right, so okay. So continue on. Say that after two pints. <laughs> yeah. There is a house number on the card for Captain Cold's Cold Gun in the art. There's a house number? Behind the picture of him holding the gun in his hand, there's a house. The house has a house number. What? Are you having a laugh? <laughs> what is that number? <laughs> is this a joke? <laughs> Actually, this guy is really big on the card, mate. Is it? I've got... I've no idea. Um, uh, give me a ballpark, maybe, or something. I need a clue. It's got three digits in it. Three digits in it. Oh, uh, I don't, is it... Is this like a little Easter egg? Maybe. If it is, it goes way over my head. I've no idea. God, I don't know. 101. No, it's 575. 575. Okay. That's relevant somehow. So is that, I'm not down. I'm out. Oh. oh. What a disappointment. Oh, yeah. I don't know what 575 means. And that was a really mean question. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. Oh, you nasty man. Uh, okay. Well, uh, th- thank you, Bruce. I had a lovely time. It was fun being here in any case. <laughs> I don't know. What do people say when they get knocked out of these game shows? Oh, didn't he do well? Yeah. Is it, didn't, didn't he do didn't well? Didn't he do well? <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay, because you still go home with the Ministry dice. What is it? It was the something checkbook and pen. The checkbook? No, it wasn't the checkbook and pen. What did that's they get? What? What we had the checkbook and pen? Um, the checkbook. No, I don't remember what I had the checkbook and pen. Oh, it I don't think it was playing cards, right? Oh. Did you get a booby prize? Did you for participating? Maybe you didn't. Maybe you just got kicked off. You can have a booby prize, okay? So you will still get the Ministry of Dice checkbook and pen, and, <laughs> a, uh, and, and also a rubber bully as well. Just, just, just what I always wanted. Just what I always wanted. <laughs> I need to know how, what that relevance of that five seven five is now. Somebody out there will know. If there's anyone out there who knows why why the door number is five seven five on the Captain Cold Guns, Cap- Captain Cold's Cold Gun. Image, firearm. Then, then let us know. I'm, I'm intrigued now. I did wonder for a minute. I was trying to think like, um, what's the, uh, is it one one eight or something? What's that? Is that's it? what you. That's like one one eight, one one eight. Oh yeah. Just, that's just because I'm obsessed with retro mustaches, obviously. <laughs> 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 so I need to know what that five seven five is about. Somebody let me know. Somebody out there will know. It'll be it'll be Barry Allen's house or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, to to conclude, I hope you enjoyed the quiz and thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, Andy. That brings us to the close of our fifth episode. Thank you so very much for listening. I've been Chris, aka True Mr. Six. And I've been Andy, aka Bitty Mummy. <laughs> Bitty Bitty Bitty, mate. <laughs> you are so wrong sometimes. <laughs>
<laughs> Remember, everybody, we publish every fortnight on a Monday, so keep your eye out in two weeks' time for episode six. I'm sure you'll all be rushing to your podcast apps in eager anticipation of that one because that's the episode where we return to the gearing up segment and discuss storage and filing. <laughs> it's going to be a barnstormer of an episode. Please contain your excitement for the next two weeks. So thanks for listening. We'll see you then. Pity. <laughs> Like Simba and Mufasa. <laughs> yeah, you have to get low, you see. You have to get low. <laughs> yeah, real low. Um, Just turn around, Zazu. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's who? <laughs> Who's Zazu? The bird. That's what Mufasa says. He says, Mufasa, just stand there. To, uh, Zazu, stand there, turn around. And he has yeah, Simba no. leap on him. As in the metaphor. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Who do you want, do you want to viciously maul like a lion? Who do you want to viciously more like a lion? Um, is, it, is it Dice Masters or can we go back to Rod Stewart? Or <laughs> 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 uh.